listening to the Redeemed Women podcast. I'm your host, Paige Bierman. And today I'm really pumped that you guys get to listen to my conversation with Laura Chancy. Laura is a mom of five, married to Caleb, and though she might melt into the floor by me calling her an Instagram influencer, she is. She's an Instagram influencer. Um, Laura and I talk some about just church life and life at her house in general, but we really get into social media, the beauties of it, the dangers of it, um, and really just the toll it can take on our souls. Um, I left this conversation really feeling empowered and, um, I don't know, maybe just like wise in the world of like how to navigate my own struggles or insecurities or whatever it is with Instagram. So um, I hope that you guys find this beneficial. And um, here is Laura. I'm really pumped to have you here, Laura Chancy. I kind of feel like you don't need an introduction because you've been at Redeemer long enough and have been in like... I feel like you've just like served in a lot of different capacities between you and Caleb. Yeah, that, I'm like I feel like Caleb is the more the driving like, factor. Everybody knows Caleb, well, and like everyone's kind of like <laughs> that oh, guy with yeah. the voice. Even if I don't know your name, I recognize you. Like I know who you are. Well, that's sweet. But for those who don't know, will you just tell us a little bit about yourself, your family upbringing, that yes. kind of stuff? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm Laura Chancy. I was raised in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I was a middle kid. I was always really introverted. Um, it was always the assumption um, that I would go to LSU, and mm. then I wanted a small, tight-knit Christian community that I hadn't really found in Louisiana. So I found Samford, mm-hmm. and I moved to Birmingham in 2003, um, and have lived here ever since, and I've loved oh. it. Um, Josh and Laura Housen well, they were the ones responsible for me and Caleb getting together. No way. They I set us up. Yep. And we, now y'all are like BFFs. So yes. That's we were we were BFFs with them separately. Uh-huh. And then they set us up. And um, so when we got married in 2009, we were both going to separate churches whenever we were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we got married, we wanted to start at a church where we could have our family grow and just kind of start fresh. So Redeemer, because we were at UCF when Joel was preaching and Mm -hmm. we had most of our friends were, a lot of our friends were going to Redeemer at the time. Um, It just kind of seemed like a natural fit. So when we got back from our honeymoon, Joel actually called Caleb and was like, we want you to come to our home group. And we were like, oh yeah, obviously we're going to Redeemer. (laughs) It was just kind of set in stone since then. Um, Like every time I talk to someone, like especially on this podcast the kind of like getting to know you how'd you come to redeemer i'm always i just love hearing the different iterations of yeah. like when did you come into redeemer right like everyone has like a different entry point and usually they're categorized by like which building we oh, were at at the time totally but it's also like 
how home groups were run. Right. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, Joel led this home group for a little bit. Right. It like, wasn't. I mean, I yeah. guess it was, will you come to Redeemer? But it was more like, will you be in our home group? Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you're going to come to Redeemer. Yeah. Be in our <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is so great. Yeah. Like, that's um, kind of awkward. Like, hey, I'm going to go to your home group every week. Right. But I'm not going to attend I, your church. <laughs> I think that they were in Girls Inc. at the time, or they had just started at Girls Inc. So this was like the first new home group that oh, had okay. happened since the church had started wow so um joel and lauren were i bet if we looked back on that home group it's like a whole bunch of elders now yeah like, yeah i mean we got josh and laura to come uh-huh so they were in our home group uh we got the lowers to come mm-hmm. <laughs> the fuquays were in our mm-hmm. home group it's like so, home group leader home group leader elder, elder. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh natalie markham was in uh-huh. our home group it was before she was married to phil uh-huh so that's bonkers but i know yeah. I love hearing about those early days. I know. I, I love it. I love remembering them. I think our church has just changed so much and grown mm-hmm. so much. And I feel, I think, especially being a mother to young kids, Caleb does a lot of the ministry here, and I get kind of, like, disassociated from it in a lot of ways just because <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the mom thing. And so when I come to church now, I'm like, oh, my gosh, there are so many people that I don't know. Yeah. It's changed so much. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Um, so one of the reasons, on top of you just being like a super interesting and fun person, one of the reasons <laughs> that I want to talk to you is because you're humble pie bee ham. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Caleb was laughing. He was like, she's just going to call you humble pie. Humble pie the whole time. <laughs> I'm, from now on, I will not refer to you as Laura. You will only be at <laughs> only humble be pie. At humble pie. Yeah. Um, no, for so for those of us, so for the people who don't exactly know what I'm referring to, <laughs> that's your Instagram handle. Yes. Um, and you, I mean, you actually like make some money through Instagram. Is uh, that a little right? bit. Yeah. A little yeah. Bit? I. You have you have the swipe up feature. I do have the swipe up feature. Yeah. Um, that alone is just so <laughs> cool to me. <laughs> When they first created yes. it, I remember Googling how, how do to I get, it? get the swipe up feature. <laughs> yes. And honestly, it's been really helpful because I share a lot of recipes or people mm-hmm. want to like have recipes. And it used to be me messaging yes. a thousand or like people link the in same. bio or yes, whatever. Yes, exactly. So now I can just swipe it up. Yeah. That was a huge help. Yeah. So, so um, I guess to kind of get started – how did that even begin? Like, what does it even look like? Like, uh, like when did yeah. Instagram even come on the scene? Like, when I got married, which means when you got married too, like, I didn't have Instagram. I don't think I even no, knew. No, I didn't about, I don't even know if it was a thing. Um, Caleb knew about it. Okay. He's, of course. Yeah, yeah, kind of an early adopter type. Yeah. Um, so, really, it started because Caleb was a photographer. Mm-hmm. And um, I was always hounding him about taking more pictures of our home life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of this mentality of the cobbler's kids have no shoes. So yes. when the he photographer's was, wife has no pictures. Exactly. Okay, so he, um, whenever he was home from work, he didn't want to take pictures. He didn't want a camera in his hand constantly. He mm-hmm. wanted to be present. Um, so he encouraged me to start Instagram Mm-hmm. Um, and then I really, he's the driving force behind all of it. Yeah. He was the one who really taught me how to do photography. He, and really, um, Josh years ago, years before I was married, mm-hmm. kind of gave me tools in editing. Okay. Um, 
and I studied art at school so like I knew a little bit about the ins and outs of photography but Caleb was really the one to train me in how to use programs okay um so yeah it started simply and I hope it holds true today just a about me documenting my family life and encapsulating what it feels like as a mom to young kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I really take pride in my home life. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a homemaker. And so it was a way for me to document and remember, be able to look back on just the feeling that I had being at home with my kids. Yeah. I knew at a very young age that that's what I wanted to do, that I wanted to stay home. Um, and so it, it really does give me this picture of God's blessing on my life, just that I get to live out these promises that he made me yeah. when I was young. Um, so really, um, it was interesting. I guess a lot of people in Birmingham associate with me with pies. Yes. I started making a lot of pies. And me and Caleb always had this dream of starting a pie shop because me and my grandmother used to make pies mm-hmm. a lot. And so um, people associate me with pies because I would take pictures of pies. And that was like a fun little yeah. thing that I did. But really, that's not where my growth started. I think a lot of my growth on Instagram started because I was a mom of young kids. And I think especially for other moms with young kids, Mm -hmm. it can be really isolating and really draining. And so Instagram was an outlet for um, them to really establish a community with Mm -hmm. other people who are living life like them. Mm -hmm. Um, And so really I I grew because other moms, I, I would say, Probably ninety five percent of my following, even now, is women. Oh, moms, yeah, women, women, moms. Um, I was listening to this podcast actually, maybe yesterday or the day before, and um, it's a woman who's a writer and actually just came out with a book. But she was talking about how she got started um, as a mommy blogger, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Look, look, look! Like I know I can make all the arguments. I know people want to like bash on the mommy blog scene." She right. was like, "But." Really, it was a whole bunch of women on the internet who were experiencing a lot of the same things and found community in this like kind of isolating moment. And then she talked about like, so she was, she's a little bit older than you. So she was on the mommy blog scene and she was like, and then that transitioned into Instagram. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is really odd. Like I I followed a lot of blogs when I was first married and I, Instagram is just such, I, I caught it on the tail end. So I really came on the scene when the algorithm changed Mm -hmm. the scope of what a following looked like. Mm -hmm. Um, so my growth was very slow, gradual. It, the algorithm affected a lot of like how how quickly your yeah. numbers grew, yeah. Um, which honestly, I I was content with. Again, I'm an introvert, and um, I if I look at the numbers and the thousands of people, I will like shudder. Uh, yeah, Ugh. I'll shut down. Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't uh, think of it in terms of thousands. I have to more process it as. My um, mom's watching. Yes. Or <laughs> yes. I was about to ask you that. Like Joe Schmo from like, churches. Yes. Watching. I feel like if I post on Instagram, which I'm definitely, you know, I have like 
three followers. Right. But um, <laughs> when I post, I'm like, I think about the people in my home group or like right. my friends. I like, know. I don't think about like other other people like no like strangers yeah so you strangers, so that's yeah. still true of you if you're like I'm thinking of like my friends and my yeah mom yeah who sees yes it. and honestly to um <laughs> the men in our church because mm-hmm. I don't have a huge male following mm-hmm. I mean why would I I'd yeah. post about mom things yeah um so I, I think the only men that really follow me are people or like your friends at Redeemer yeah <laughs> so I I have to think a lot. Maybe you should start dabbling like, in the like stay at home dad scene. Yeah, maybe I should. I bet that's more of a thing now. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> probably. Um, yeah. So growth was um, not ever really the goal. I, I made a lot of um, friendships, mm-hmm. which is really odd to say, but um, other moms who were doing the Instagram thing, mm-hmm. I think they were hugely encouraging to me in saying you are decent at photography mm-hmm. you could be doing promotions yeah um and at the time Caleb was the sole provider for our family and so even if it was a small thing it was an opportunity yeah. for me to provide some kind of whether it was goods or you know yeah. whatever so um I got a lot of advice from other quote unquote influencers. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I hate that word. But, I know, I was about to say, um, how, how does that make you feel? Uh, it makes me queasy. I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fact that I would have any influence over anybody is comical to me. But, um, I, and it just, again, is like paralyzing. Mm-hmm. But um, they, kind of told me companies to reach out to, mm-hmm. kind of encouraged me to only work with people that I really like. Like they were just very helpful in guiding me on how to do it with integrity yes. um, and staying true to who I was, but also um, using the tools that I had creatively to help provide a little bit for our family. So it's really helpful in terms of like clothes. Like yeah. we, there's a company that sends us pajamas every season which is awesome. I mean when you have five kids it every little bit helps yeah. so I mean even when you have one kid yeah every little like, bit I'll helps. take the $15 PJs exactly for free. if great if yeah. you want to send me diapers send yeah. me diapers yeah. if you want to help decorate my house it was hugely helpful when we moved mm-hmm. we moved into a bigger house we needed to furnish it so I just reached out to companies and yeah. they would send me furniture or discounts on furniture and Every little bit bit was just so helpful. Yeah. So how do you, how has that gone? Like, you know, obviously you said originally your intent was not to become like, oh, I have 10,000 followers mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm trying not to say the word influencer so yeah, that you don't melt okay. into the floor. It's all right. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I would imagine like there probably is temptation to like, okay, well, no, I don't love this product, but I could get yeah. X amount of money or I could get right. something. Like, how do you how do you navigate that? And, like, have you actually ever said no? Yo, a, a, a lot, lot of times, yeah. yeah. Um, I would say that I say yes to about um, 10% of the offers that I get. Wow. Um, and, uh, again, it's harder to establish in the beginning um, 
because you are eager to mm-hmm. make a name for yourself and start doing it. So there are things in the beginning that I probably wouldn't do now. Mm-hmm. Um, thank, I, I'm thankful to ha- be in a position where I can turn things down and, and say not, no to yeah. things. Yeah. Um, now it it's stuff that I really want to work with that's helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, like I'm imagining you weren't accepting furniture that you're like, I don't really like this. No, like, this or like art. Into, People yeah. like will want to send random art stuff or like baby gadgets that mm-hmm. I would never use or like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think uh, a hard thing too is I, I definitely take pride in the way that my house looks. I think it's very helpful yeah, like you have to a me. Aesthetic, I do, sure. and it's yeah. it's very minimal, um, mm-hmm. more because it helps with my brain space. Yeah. Um. So when people want to send me ba- baby gadgets with like a bunch of colors yes. and noises yes. and all that, I I'm usually prone to say no just because it doesn't fit my aesthetic and like I just don't want. Like clutter, clutter. I just don't want, yeah. all, I don't need all this stuff. My kids yeah. don't need all this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think too, like how it applies to my kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're going to want all of the things. Oh yeah. So it takes me saying no yeah. for them, <laughs> for them. Yes, exactly. Like, so I've been so tickled yesterday. Um, I took, John, my oldest, to Target. Uh-huh. And I told him ahead of time, buddy, we're not buying any toys. And he was like, let's just look at them, though. I was like, great. We can look at them. But, and, you know, all throughout, I'm, like, mm-hmm. reminding him. And originally, I went to just look at some, like, coverlets. Um, sure. He and Anne are about to share a room. Mm-hmm. So I was just getting some ideas. I unfortunately, did not find anything. But um, so we walked into Target. Mm-hmm. We spent maybe 20 to 30 minutes there looking at bedspreads and toys. And we left with nothing. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Mom, you don't usually come to Target to look at things. You come to Target to buy things. (laughs) And I was like. You messed up. I was like, truer words have never been spoken. But I was like, is this not the mentality probably of us all, (laughs) but especially of children? It's like, what do you mean we're going in a store and we're not buying stuff? What do you mean if they offered you a free toy and you said no? Our thing is we don't really go to the store, but. The mail. Yes. Like, anytime the doorbell rings, they're like, the mail's here! Could it be an Amazon package? (laughs) Could it be? Yeah. They're always like, is it for me? Is it for me? I know. Oh, my gosh. No? Consumption. (laughs) Oh, consumption. Exactly. Um, Exactly. So, I guess, kind of turning, kind of on that note, Mm -hmm. I feel like social media, like, there are so many positives and beautiful things like you have found friendships Mm -hmm. you have provided for your family like and just like it's a fun out creative outlet for you like it can be this beautiful wonderful thing Mm -hmm. but I think I mean maybe now more than ever Mm -hmm. after the last year of our life sure we've seen social media also like kind of take a dark turn like there can be you know we're also becoming very aware of just like sure the negatives yeah um how how do you like decide like do you set up parameters for yourself boundaries for yourself like what does that look like when it's yeah. your business but also like sure your soul um yeah. <laughs> like no how does, yeah how does that look I, you're right the past year has been um definitely 
darker. I, I, maybe it, it's not darker. We're just becoming more aware of the darkness yeah. in it. Because, you know, before we even got on here, we're talking about, like, all the beautiful things that came out of this year, too. Oh, like, yeah, fun, totally. Like, things yes. and, you know, well, like. And it's kind of like, you know, you gather a, an infinite amount of sinful people mm-hmm. in a platform where they can scream opinions as far as the internet can reach Mm -hmm. and obviously it's gonna end in disaster yeah (laughs) like that's why are we surprised uh, yeah like it's a it's a given we are sinful we're fallen and there's always gonna be that tension of good and bad we're always gonna ruin that beautiful thing for sure um i i've definitely experienced more this year the negatives of Mm -hmm. social media and I think too I've had to reevaluate how I approach it Mm -hmm. so you know earlier in this year what's good about the social media dynamic right now is that people are very aware of a lot of injustices Mm -hmm. and there is a platform for people who are abused and neglected to be heard, right? which I, I love. Um, but in the same vein, everything is very um, black and white. There's mm-hmm. not much room for gray. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's hard to nuance in an Instagram comment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So uh, especially, um, I, I think where I've failed this past year is, you know, I'm a person with opinions, and so I'll put something up that's political, and usually that ends with me being cussed at and condemned to hell. Mm. And what's really heartbreaking is that most of the women who are doing that are believers or Mm -hmm. claim to be believers. Um, So I had to really um, think through what am I contributing yeah. Um, I, if I'm posting about political stuff, not that that's bad, but when I have a voice that reaches 10,000 or more people, what is um, the best use of that platform? Mm-hmm. So that's hard. It's really and, hard. And a different person could land in a different spot. E- exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So um, I had to really, I, I've, I think I realized really quickly that um, I was thinking of Instagram as like, this is my feed. You mm-hmm. come to see what I'm about. And if you don't like it, then you can unfollow me. And I think that's opin- it's an, a popular opinion about mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, damage, the damaging part of that is that we have become a society that is very outspoken but not as eager to listen or hear Mm -hmm. um and so i've leaned in really hard this year i think the lord has really refined my heart to lean into first timothy where it says live peacefully and quietly Mm um and Paige, i'll tell you like i if i put up a prayer of encouragement, even scripture, Mm -hmm. those are the times that 
I get reached, I, I, I get people reaching out to me saying, I, I'm not a spiritual person, but that was very calming. Yeah. That was very helpful. And it's I realized like the words of God have life. Exactly. It's almost like that. I, I mean, yeah. it it really was this moment of there was one person in particular who was like, I'm an atheist, but that was really calming. And I just got to tell her that's the power of the living word. Mm-hmm. And I realized so much that God doesn't need me. His word speaks on his own. Mm-hmm. And um Really, if I come to people with a listening ear, that is more of a ministry to the thousands that I reach out to. Um, so it's definitely a learning curve. I, I yeah. feel like it's every time I pick up my phone to post now, I have to really think through, is this edifying? Mm-hmm. Is this something that's encouraging what position am i putting myself in later on what position am i putting my kids in i mean yeah it's so easy for people to look at my life and judge it without any context whatsoever right um so i want what i put on the internet to be very selective now Mm -hmm. i think I'm, I'm I'm really trying to live quietly and see where the Lord leads that, um, that. which is great because I am an introvert. So <laughs> if, like quiet, um, great. quiet. Yeah, yeah, I can I can lean into that. That's good. One of the questions I was thinking about, I'd be interested to hear kind of especially in what you just talked about, how you would answer it is, is there maybe not the best way to word it like is it possible to share the gospel through Instagram yes um yes yes (laughs) it is it's possible for the gospel to be shared in any circumstance right like it's not limited it's not like God's like oh I'm gonna send out the Holy Spirit everywhere and x exactly um and I I think you know I um there are certain people in my life where even face to face if I um, tell them about the gospel, they're going to come at me with negativity. Um, so I've tried to really navigate what, what is my life a testament to? Mm. What is the way that I, um, love and encourage people a testament to? Mm -hmm. And usually that kind of behavior gets, it gets pointed out and, um, that's when I have the opportunity to say, I'm a Christian and yeah. Jesus has changed my heart and made it possible so that I can love you regardless. I think even in terms of how to <laughs> approach people who are, you know, cussing me out. Yeah. I mean, if I'm called a lot of names and said that I'm going to hell or I'm teaching my kids the wrong things. Mm-hmm. If I can receive that with forgiveness and mercy, then mm-hmm. that is an example to what Jesus has done. For sure. So, For sure. but it is a hard, it's a hard thing to navigate. And 
it is one of those things where every time I I want to post about prayer or scripture, mm-hmm. I have to really fight the mm-hmm. back and forth of is it helpful? Yeah. <laughs> Am I isolating people? Yeah. It's just hard to <laughs> reach a mass amount of people with different different opinions right. at the same time opinions <laughs> yes hurts and yes. joys and yeah I, it's it's a really hard thing to know how to approach mm-hmm. all the time so I, I really just have to be discerning and pray that the lord uses it yeah have there been things and you don't have to share specifics mm-hmm. but have there been things that you're like oh, yeah, I'm going to post this, and you've stopped yourself, or maybe you've run it past Caleb or run it yes. past one, and they've been like, mm-mm, bad yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times. I, yeah. I think it, it usually comes down to um, there There are a lot of uh, quotes in social media mm-hmm. that I think are very toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, live your be- best self. Be yeah. true to who you are. Yeah. Um, that um, I think that we can twist to satisfy what yeah. we want. Yeah. And really, um, I think we need to be living out God's truth and yeah. who God wants us to be. So it, it's hard when you're constantly hearing those kind of affirmations, mm-hmm. how to correct yourself. I think you automatically, it becomes like liturgy. Right. And you start to spout out these toxic things without yes. even realizing it. Yes. And so especially when it comes to anything about church mm-hmm. or how to approach people, I'm constantly looking to Caleb to say, edit this. Make sure what mm-hmm. I'm saying is true. Mm-hmm. Make sure what I'm saying is gospel driven because yeah. I yeah. do not want to yes. be misinterpreted. It's very easy to be misinterpreted yes. on the internet, and yes. you have to pick your words very carefully. Um, Once again, there is no nuance because it's no. not your Instagram uh, comments or whatever caption. Like, it's not a conversation. It's like, it's not. a yeah, a frozen thing in time yeah. for that given image right or and so yeah it's like yeah and that's hard I think even people say things and they have a different meaning behind it mm-hmm. but the way it's typed out it comes across a different way or I my interpretation of what they mean is different, different. from their interpretation right so I I think that a lot of times especially because I'm I'm a very sensitive person I will take people's words harshly mm-hmm. and then I'll have to reevaluate yeah. say Laura I don't think that's what they meant I don't yeah. think they're meaning to be hurtful it's just that they chose different words than I would have chosen right. I feel like if there's a lesson to pull from like what you and I've been talking about it's to maybe slow down yes yeah it just I like agree. doesn't mean to not post the thing or to no not just post anything but just make like sure carefully you're discern like thought into it or yeah because I feel like you and I probably have two different dispositions. In a uh, dumpster fire situation, I want to scream something really fast. Mm-hmm. I like I'm fast, and I want to like 
put my opinion out there. Right. And it takes a lot of discipline for me to go, no, no. I'm going to yeah. stop. I'm mm-hmm. going to slow down. I'm going to think through my words. Right. Um, whereas I could be wrong on this, but I feel like you are more like, no, it's I'm just true. not going to say anything. Yeah. But I need to like muster up. Right. Should I say something? Right. Is it worth my t-? Like we kind of well, come at it from different vantage yes. points. Yes. Like I need to slow down and you're like, let me thoughtfully process. I'm definitely. If I even should say an something. An internal yeah. processor. Yeah. Um, And it's funny too, because Caleb is in, he processes through speech. And so mm-hmm. um, he's not going to write it down, but he's going to talk it out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, even within a marriage, those Oh, yeah. You're like, hey, can, like, yeah, oh, you're saying a lot of things yeah, right now. Yeah, and he's like, what are you thinking? And I, it, he knows now that I have to take a minute to process so that yeah. I don't say the wrong thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it is interesting trying to deal with people. Yes. <laughs> in that. In that way. Yeah. Respect. Right. Yeah. Um, did you feel a lot of pressure to speak into the election or yes. George Floyd or, I mean, just the numerous things that yeah, happened. Or did, did you feel a lot of pressure to do? I did. Or, and say, or maybe even like get specific. Um, did I, you, f- you know, I, I think uh, this past year and me, I, I feel <laughs> this like weight of wanting social change mm-hmm. and wanting to be a part of that. And I, I think that a lot of people, too, the reason this year was so tense is because um, we are stuck at home mm-hmm. and there are a lot of opinions mm-hmm. and we don't have an outlet. So the Internet became our outlet. Right. And even as a mom, like I'm, I'm not talking to people much like mm-hmm. that is my outlet. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I do feel like I felt a lot of pressure. And I, I do think, too, that is probably, last year was probably when I made the most mistakes mm-hmm. in terms of being patient, yeah, being prayerful over what I posted. Um, I mean, I put up something about Kamala Harris, and I lost a thousand followers I mean it's just and it's one of those things too where again if I put up a political stance the internet is not like you said an open conversation Mm -hmm. it is a place where people go to dig their heels in Mm -hmm. and I think a lot of that is due to the algorithm Mm -hmm. I think if we are looking at the internet as a place where we can go to really stand firmer in our position it'll help it'll help a lot yeah Yeah. it's just not gonna do the job that we want it to Mm -hmm. do we it needs to be a place where people listen Mm -hmm. and I think it takes a a learning it took me this past year to realize that Mm -hmm. that me standing firm in a position is not gonna create any kind of change yeah I have to have my ears open. I have to listen to people's perspective and viewpoint. I need to gather all of the information, not just see a meme and immediately post it as truth. I need to question where did this come from 
is it good? Yeah. Um, and that's just such a hard thing to navigate. That takes a lot of time. It and takes energy. a lot of time and energy. I can't tell you how many times I've seen someone post like a Babylon Bee or like the Onion, and they think it's true. Oh, I'm like, I know. No, like I know. this is a satirical yes. Like, and I'm, outlet. I'm so thankful to have Caleb by my side because if I post something, yeah, and he sees it and he's like, that could be easily misinterpreted, mm-hmm. or I don't feel yeah. like that is an opinion that you've thought through all the way. Mm-hmm. Then he will immediately tell me and I'll take it down and we'll reevaluate. Yeah. But it takes another person keeping you accountable. For sure. And that's the other problem is that there is rarely accountability to what people are saying. Yeah. Most of the Christian women who are cussing me out and condemning me to hell, they assume that I'm the only one seeing those words. Mm-hmm. It's not like they think they're going to send those to their pastor. Mm-hmm. I, there's no accountability. right? And it takes me being the person to keep them accountable, yeah. saying, I understand that we have different opinions, and I respect it. I would really encourage you to evaluate how you approach other people because there are people on the receiving end of your words because it can become this place where you aren't a person you're a profile exactly like the words spoken through the written text of an instagram post or comment yeah are just that they're words they're words and and they yeah it's like you forget that like it's an actual person yeah. on the other side and, and you probably I, would never say that thing right face to face they wouldn't and yeah. I I think too because there's so much coming at you and going out in mm-hmm. the internet world mm-hmm. we forget that our words hold power yeah and so I I think people especially. Because the internet can be a place, Instagram can be a place where you go and your insecurities get fed. Mm -hmm. And I think especially for someone like me who I I want to be candid, I also am looking at Instagram as a business. Mm -hmm. People often are asking, why don't you put more of your messes online? Why don't you do Mm -hmm. this? Why do you approach the Instagram this way? Um, they see me less as a person with flaws, <laughs> which I very much am. Yeah. Um, and so I become this flawless outlet, outlet for them to dump their insecurities at, mm-hmm. um, which I'm part of that problem. I mean, it's not a perfect system. I, yeah. I, like you follow people as well. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I'm. I am feeding that insecurity and it's one of those things that I have to confess and ask forgiveness for mm-hmm. when people approach me and are saying they're intimidated by the way that I live my life. I mean, yeah. I I have to constantly say to people, this is a snapshot. Yeah. The difference between this and face-to-face is when you're face-to-face, you have a whole viewpoint that you don't get on Instagram. Yeah. You're seeing a clean corner of my house that's 95% destroyed. Mm-hmm. And 
So when they see that one corner, I am helping perpetuate this idea that I'm perfect. And yeah, I'm, or that the expectation is that your entire house would be clean. Exactly. Or that, yeah. Maybe my... I, Maybe if her whole house is clean, then she doesn't scream at her kids and she has time to garden. It's not just a way for her to get out any frustration she has Mm -hmm. with her kids. It's that she has all this time on her hands. It's just, it's, I, I am part of the problem and I, I realize that. And I think that's the, the question that I have to hold up all the time is how long can I keep this up (laughs) how long what is the actual longevity of not just my Instagram account but Instagram as a whole right um I do think that probably now people are kind of veering from it they're starting to at least um but let's be honest when Instagram dies something else something else will come to replace it so the the concept of social media is not going anywhere it's not yeah it's just will likely just grow and change yeah which Um, is terrifying (laughs) maybe I'll be dead by then yeah come on um so I guess I now want to ask some like very practical okay all right. Do you set time limits? No. No. I, I probably should. Um, but also, uh, I don't have a ton of spare time. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have five kids at home. Um, I If I have a day where I'm sitting on my phone all day, it's very rare. That's very rare. Yeah. <laughs> I have other things to do. I have five people who yeah you know need so me. when do you when do you plan like I'm assuming um, you like plan out content and that kind of stuff um I I do in my brain okay. not as practically as I probably should I'm just not very business-minded which is not beneficial um I probably live a less stressful life if I planned more ahead mm. um I tend to do it in the moment, and that's what I was going to ask. Like, is yeah. this like real time? Like, I'm baking this pie with my kids. Snap, snap, I snap. am yeah. real time for you. Yeah. I, not everyone. Not everyone. Yeah. And I, I've realized that that's part of why it's a little bit more stressful for me is because I'm doing it in the moment yeah. and not planning ahead. When a lot of my friends who are Instagram moms who are doing promoted content, they are planning it in a week. Yeah. I just kind of like take it and dump it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Part of that though could actually be like the authenticity that you're going for. You're I mean, like, no, like this is legitimately this happening. Is, yeah, my like, day here. Yeah, you're like here this wasn't with me. this wasn't six days ago. <laughs> right, this, this is actually is right now, now. in yeah. real time. Um, <clears throat> so yes, it does make me a little bit um, worse at the like. Uh, what am I trying to say? The dealing with the what is the word that I'm looking for I don't know <laughs> uh interaction oh like, so like people commenting people and, commenting yeah. and like if I were more business-minded I would comment and do all the things mm-hmm. to boost my yeah so that there is more response yes. on your post and and seen more right yeah. I'm not good at that because I'm doing it in the moment and usually that means I'm cleaning up or I'm dealing mm-hmm. with kids or mm-hmm. whatever um gosh I don't even know how you do I mean that's 
it takes that's where, a lot more work than people realize. Yeah, that's where I'm now like, okay, so some of these people that I follow when they're like, no, this is like a 40-hour job, I'm like, oh. oh yeah. Yeah, to well, like keep up with comments and to plan out things right. and take the pictures, and edit them. what's so hard that people don't realize is I am working as a photographer, a stylist. I'm working as a social media consultant. Mm-hmm. And I, I have to do it all while I'm parenting and keeping up a house. Like, yeah. there is no also way. also a lot of that hinges on you parenting exactly. and he, keeping up a house. Exactly. Yeah. So there is no way I am getting appropriately paid for what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should, people should be making a lot more money doing mm-hmm. this. Um, and it's different if somebody reaches out to me and says, will you post out post about right. this versus me reaching out to a company and saying, hey, I'd love to promote you because mm-hmm. then I'm just asking for the thing. Right. Um, as opposed to somebody asking for me to be their advertisement. Yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends on what the thing is. Have you ever done something for free because you just love it so much? Have you ever? Yes. Yeah. 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 I have. Okay. Um, yeah. And again, I, I really try to only, especially now, mm-hmm. I have the luxury of being able to only do work that I actually want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, I feel like this is like me rapid fire questions. Mm-hmm. So time limit? No, you don't set a time limit. I don't. No. Do you take days or times or seasons of like fasting from social media I do um and I'm one of those people where I constantly lose my phone it's I'm like <laughs> notorious for it I feel it. like you're like the most countercultural influencer that there could I, be I really am though I I feel like that is a very accurate <laughs> perception of who I am <laughs> I'm I, I, I am the one who Caleb is like behind me explaining how everything works. Yes. Yeah. you're like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. I'll <laughs> oh, right, do that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, me doing something new on the internet is not, yeah. not fun. So, uh, yeah, I, I constantly am losing my phone. So I do unintentional fasting a, a lot. So we'll call it intermittent fasting. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Unintentional, intermittent fasting. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then also, I didn't do it this year. I think just because of <clears throat> quarantine and mm-hmm. needing human connection because I couldn't see people as much. Yeah. I usually take Lent off. Oh, okay. Um, so between February and April. Yeah. Um, which is really good. I, mm-hmm. I think it is really good to have intentional time that, I set aside to really be present with my family, to really, honestly, too, I can get bogged down by the constant posting. And what am I going to do now? Like, how do I make this new? And taking a step away kind of gets the creative juices flowing a lot more. So one of the things that me and a friend were talking about, um, so a couple of weeks ago, I have now this is like a actual personal like person that I know and I follow Mm -hmm. um she lost her child from Mm. illness at 16 months old Mm. so I saw that on my Instagram social Facebook I don't know some form of social media and obviously like that's incredibly sad and Mm. I know this person so it's not like outside of the realm and so obviously like that was just heavy and like I cried like yeah it was just awful and then the next day there was a 
child in the Birmingham community mm-hmm. who passed away. Yeah. And, you know, that on top of just, you know, the GoFundMe posts and this sure. and that. And, and we were talking about how, like, there's a there's like this weightiness and this heaviness right. of following people, especially people you don't know, mm-hmm. and taking on their, their burdens burden. and their yeah. griefs. Yeah. And and I I'm like maybe it's not like hard for I don't know people who are a little more like insulated or whatever, but like mm-hmm. I really could. I was like I just feel so weighed down, and like anytime I thought about. This child, who of course is like similar age to my child, and that right. kind of stuff, it's like sure. it feels so real. And yeah. I think, I don't know, like even weighing out who I follow versus who I don't follow, right? And it's just hard to decipher between like, I don't. Not that I want to be like a like not relational, not empathetic sure. person, but, but also I think sometimes we can just a bit. yeah, like we can just our hearts can be so burdened for. Mm-hmm people in situations that we don't even know right and then like they have people caring for them like right. they they actually yeah. don't need me mm-hmm. um right and I don't know I I find I don't know if you've ever felt that way but I've just yeah. felt, felt this like yeah. burden for people but then I'm also like maybe this isn't my burden to carry sure yeah well and I'll say this too because this is a women's podcast mm-hmm. so um I personally deal with anxiety mm-hmm. um i take medication for it um friends in our church who mm-hmm. are my close friends they're the same i feel mm-hmm. like that is something that women really cope with is anxiety mm-hmm. um especially as a mother but yeah. i don't think it's yeah it's definitely specific not specific to, specific mothers. to motherhood i, I think yeah. it probably morphs into a different kind of anxiety but yeah I, I think that, <laughs> I mean with my own journey I'm like oh motherhood like escalated this exactly and I became yes. very aware of I, it I totally but agree when with I that. think back I'm like oh right maybe I should have been on medication years yes. ago yes <laughs> like, I, I totally yeah. hear that yeah um so uh, I don't know if you go to like your search part mm-hmm. of your Instagram much. from time to time I don't really do that and yeah. I I think when I do I, Caleb has really helped me to lean into, it's okay to say I'm not interested in this content. Mm. So what I'm looking at when I look through my searches Mm -hmm. are things like cute animal videos. There we go. Watercoloring. People decorating cookies. Yes. English gardenscapes. That's what I'm looking at. Yes. And I think what's fascinating is when I first went to that search thing, Mm It was telling me about kids with cancer. Mm. It was a bunch of like the, what do you call it? Like primetime news yeah. where it was like disasters and this and women being scared of this and mm-hmm. child predators. And the, yeah. it it was targeting me as a woman. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was thinking mine isn't similar, but it is... Um, different like fitness stuff yes any kind of body image body stuff. image stuff sure um i follow two uh dermatologists on my instagram mm-hmm. so i skin see stuff all sorts of skincare. yeah uh yes yes and it's very i'm i that's an interesting thing i've never thought about it's very much so targeting and i have a lot of baby stuff Lots yes you have a lot of baby stuff baby yeah. products and just yes it stuff. is it's trying to tell you 
what you want to hear or and, what I or what quote you need exactly yeah. um I there was a while I don't know what this phenomenon is like women watching like crime shows like they really wanted yes. me to watch crime shows yes and I had to one tell the algorithm I do not want to see this this mm-hmm. is not healthy for my mental state but two I had to put up boundaries for my mental capacity yeah same with like I mute a lot of people that's one of my fast round rapid fire questions is how yes. do you choose who, who to, follow who or to who follow. You don't follow I feel like if you feel as though somebody's stories mm-hmm. or posts are bringing out a specific sin in your heart mm-hmm. it might be good to just mute them yeah. you don't have to unfollow them don't yeah. hurt their feelings just un- just mute them yeah you can always unmute them later. When I think you can mute a friend, but if it comes to someone you don't know, oh, I'm like, just, just unfollow, unfollow them. them. What? Yeah. You don't need that in your life. They don't care. Yeah. It's just. Like you're one of 30,000. Right. Or just, for Kim Kardashian, like a billion. Right. <laughs> like I, I just think it's really important to constantly question, is this feeding me? Mm-hmm. And what kind of food is it that I'm eating? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think most of what's on Instagram is junk food. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we constantly have to reevaluate this diet of yeah. what we're constantly taking in. For sure. For um, sure. I've had an experience like that. I I mean, and this will just like show how incredibly sinful I am, is there is a woman that I followed. And I confess to Josh, I was like, she makes me so angry. Oh, but I kind of like the way it feels. Oh no! Like it's like this. Yeah, like I want I, to hate her. It's like <laughs> I, I like you make me feel like I'm so much better than you. Oh no! Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, terrible. Yeah. You just want to like judge their and decisions. And I said this out loud to him, and I was like, "Oh, that, that might not. That might be something we need to." Like, <laughs> and I know this about myself, yes. and I'm. Still following her. I know. And I Josh know. was, he just kind of like looked at me. You I was might, like, I know, I know. I wanna, Mute, yeah, unfollow. Those are the Mute, things unfollow. we have you to know, confess But like being aware. On a regular basis. Yes, like yes. being aware being of aware like of that it, feeling. It's hard. Yeah. That sin. Because too, like, it's not like you're announcing what you're scrolling. You are yeah. ta- taking it in mentally. And yes. you don't even realize how contaminated yes <laughs> just like yes. different sins so yes Wait, it, now it's like you can shop through instagram oh, i'm I like oh. i know i i definitely have to watch where i spend money i yes. mean it's easy to go through instagram and, and see think, all the sales I that's to, what gets me. i need to buy all the things i uh-huh. need to buy all the sales mm-hmm. um so yeah i definitely have to like yeah you gotta you gotta be careful mm-hmm. for sure yeah um okay I think this could be probably last rapid fire, though I'm not sure how rapid it will be. Okay. Um, How do you talk to your kids about social media or even just media consumption in general? Um, I am going to confess that I don't. How old are they? Um, Oldest is? Nine. He's about to be ten. And youngest is? Two. So that's a decent span. Yeah, So like it I'm is. imagining, you're not talking to your two-year-old. He's I'm like, not, I'm not. He's bebopping around. And I will say, um, when it comes to, especially because I post a lot about mom stuff, mm-hmm. I 
post less about my older kids. Mm -hmm. And I think we're just now to a point where I'm realizing they need to have some say in what I post. Mm -hmm. They need privacy. Mm -hmm. Um, They need to cope with a lot of what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You know, Rhodes is about to enter into preteen life. And that comes that comes with some things. Yes, exactly. Um, So we have they don't really understand the Internet. Yeah. even Rhodes, I mean, they want to like do the news on the Nintendo Switch, and yeah. we are all we we're me and Caleb are both like, what's what's on there? What's on there? Yeah, I think is um, there a primary media consumption? Is it like a show? Or yeah, like a movie, yeah. something like that. Yeah, like they're, they're not like yeah. on the internet. The, yeah. Their first like interaction with the internet really was homeschooling during yeah. quarantine, like totally doing an app, right? Um. So Rose is just now entering into that, and we haven't really had that conversation yet. I, he thinks of social media as, like, this fun thing that mom does. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, we'd see people at church, and they'd be like, hey, Rhodes, I liked your costume for Halloween. And he's like, how do you know about yeah. that? That's cool. Yeah. Like, uh, people know me. Yeah. But they, he doesn't have an understanding of thousands and thousands of people seeing what he's doing right um so he is just now getting to the age um both the boys who are almost eight and almost ten where they have this concept of i this i'm private like yeah yeah don't walk in me on the in the bathroom when i'm on the toilet don't yeah talk to me when i'm in the shower so this is a whole new world that's kind of opening up for yeah. us. I guess you're really, yeah, you're just now. We're just now really appreciating it. that. I will say um, there's a really good episode of Brainchild on mm-hmm. Netflix, mm-hmm. Um, and it's about social media. Brainchild is a really good show that our kids have loved. Well, uh-huh. our older kids have loved. Um, and even though they didn't really understand what social media was, it did really paint a picture of the difference of face-to-face interaction and social media interaction and how people interact differently. Um, So kind of what I took from that is while our kids are not on social media, which I don't know if I ever want them to be. That that was my next question. Is there like an age at which you're like, Me and Caleb talk about how it's probably best for it to be 18 and over. Like you should be an adult. (laughs) Before you start posting on there. But then, you know, you see Gavin Johnson banking cakes and you just. And you're like, gosh. Yeah. Uh, He's so much more talented than I am. Oh, he's I try to bake your pies all the time and they taste delicious, but they do not look as pretty as yours. I don't know what the deal is. They eat just fine. (laughs) Sure. They eat just fine. I mean, it's sugar, so. But. Butter. My favorite is the New New Year's Eve pie. Oh, me too. That's my favorite. That is it's just good. A favorite. I get that more messages about that. I know. It's like what makes it. It's a good one. I love that one. But um, yeah. So anyways, so uh, what was the thing? Brainchild, the difference in. Yes. Yeah. So I think before um, they get on social media, really, um, you have to go back to what we were talking about earlier, which is your words have power. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the power to tear down. They have the power to encourage and show love. Um, your words impact people. Right. So that's what's important. So establishing that in face-to-face interaction. Yeah. 
And then whenever they show, they go towards social media, kind of showing them that those words still mean something. For sure. Um, and you, of all people, can show them that. Exactly. Exactly. Um, which, especially this past year with all the ugliness, you know, I, I think a lot of me avoiding this conversation is because I have fear of them interacting with the Internet mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. being susceptible to abuse from yeah. people who don't know them. I mean, yeah. it's just a very real thing um, that I unfortunately now have firsthand experience with. And I, I do not... I'm not eager to put them in a scenario where yep. that could be yeah. something they experience. But, um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting as they become teenagers. I'm going to have to get a lot of that advice and, from yeah. people older than me. But also, again, I think social media, like anything, is going to change and evolve. And so – Honestly, like, we'll probably be the grandmas who use Instagram. I know. Like, your kids exactly. are going to be like, Ew. It's going to be like your mom on Facebook. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I like just who knows what the next thing will be. Right, exactly. So I'm already totally lost on, like, TikTok. And I, don't, I know. I don't – So I just feel like I'm going <laughs> to have to lean into that Caleb Chancy to kind of yeah, like, tell us. You need to stay up to date. <laughs> exactly. Yesterday – not going to. Yesterday, Josh – I can't even remember what this was in regards to, Mm -hmm. but I feel like it encapsulates how you and I are feeling. Mm -hmm. He said, you know, over the last few years, I've become increasingly aware that I do not understand the youth. Oh. And he was like. The fact that you call them youths is. He was like, like, you know, when they used to be like, oh, look at those kids. Like, I I thought that I was like one of those kids. And I'm now like, like, "Uh, no. no, no, I was like. I'm yeah, not. welcome. <laughs> welcome, Josh. I, I feel like I've been in my 30s for about 15 years. Well, I, I don't know if it's stage of life. I don't know what 30, uh, but I don't know what it is. I don't, but know. It's like, I don't know if it's like momming or. It, it's also some of the fashion. Like uh, when the yeah. fashion is coming through that I wore as a child oh, I know. and it is now in, that's when I'm like, I'm I, out. Oh my gosh, I saw a meme the other day and it was like the blossom hats. Yes. It's like the flap yes. up with the daisy and I thought no please no but like there's I a reason just, we moved away from I it I also just bought a hair clip I know like I, know. I had when I was 12 and I, I thought know. huh that's funny what goes around comes around I should have kept all this <laughs> no <laughs> no I no you shouldn't have. you shouldn't have. um well seriously thanks so much this oh, was so just a good welcome. conversation I'm, and I hope it was uh, I think it will be very edifying and beneficial for people as we just navigate like the weird social media world. It's a strange world and I want to assure everyone that I I don't often understand it. And Mm -hmm. too, like we just do our best. Mm -hmm. We just have to lean into who Christ is. One of the things you said, you were like, yeah, I'm doing this right now. I don't know how long I'll keep this up. Like the idea that this is optional. It is optional. Like you don't have you to don't do it. You don't have to exactly have an Instagram or yeah, Twitter if you or whatever. Feel as though I'm, I mean, it has been something for the past nine years, and I that I've constantly said, "Do I delete this?" Yeah, like you I, hold it open handed. I don't have Facebook, and mm-hmm. I quit that. You know, over twelve years ago because it was bringing out ugly things in my heart, mm-hmm. and. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay to delete it and just yeah, 
interact with people yeah. the old school way. Man, <laughs> texting, calling, it's harder during going quarantine, on walks. But yeah, I know, it's harder during quarantine. But basically. I have hope. And again, there are a lot of positives to it. I, I love are. that I'm connected to college friends that yeah, I who wouldn't. don't live here. Exactly. Or, yes, like that's the greatest aspect. It is, is me seeing like my friends' kids it or. Is their trips with their husband right. or their new dog or whatever exactly. the thing is. It's like, otherwise I wouldn't know no. this or see this. So it's, there really is. It is like anything. It. There is positive and negative to both. Mm-hmm. And you just have to be discerning and constantly open to changing your yeah. habits if they are yeah. damaging. So Awesome. Yeah. You're the best. Thanks You're the a lot. Best. You're welcome. <laughs>